Hey, welcome to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco and today I am with a recording artist, a singer-songwriter, an author, yeah. TV host, Ooh, yeah, I do. professional <laughs> surfer instructor. I don't know. I mean, what, what don't hey, you do? I, I know how to surf. I went uh, to Hawaii once and, and I got on there. I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, yeah. See, that, that that worries me, though, because people are like, okay, if you do too much, like, are you ever good at just one thing? Mm, you know what I mean? Mm. But I think that you could do a lot and still, you know, be good at everything. Is That that sounds a little conceited, huh, guys? Damn. No, it doesn't. It, uh, or is that convinced? No. <laughs> no, you know, Cheekies, we're, we're really happy, you know, first and foremost, that, that you're in the building with us. And, Thank you. you. Know, you're, I'm you're excited. You're and friends. Um, we, uh, we see you putting in the work that you do. And I think people see you they see you come from a a family that has been in entertainment yeah um and they think oh they may think i think mm -hmm. most people just assume that it, it just you doing what you do just comes with the territory right like right having a family that's that's in entertainment mm -hmm. but like you grind you work hard. I work. I work. You know, and and I'm so something that I could say that I got my, from my grandparents. Me yeah. trabajar since I was since I can remember. My grandpa to this day gets up at five in the morning. Like wow. he goes sometimes even four. He goes and runs on the beach, and and then he comes home, gets ready. He's at the office like by seven, eight o'clock. Like he's just that man. So it's something that my mom had and I saw and I, I grew up in my grandparents' house. So it's something that just comes natural. I love to work. It keeps me sane. Yeah. Like I feel like the more my mind is busy, the less time I have to think about BS. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and with everything that's going on in the world, everything that I've been through, like, it's easy, especially yeah. after like 2020. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we can fall into depression and anxiety and so working has really helped me. It's my outlet for sure. Yeah. What What do you What do you do to to take care of of your mental health? I meditate. I meditate. Um, I read a lot of books. I like to read. Like you know, I'm not I'm not the type of person that reads a book from the beginning to the end. Okay. It's very rare when I do that. But I'm more of a skimmer and like I'm more of like devotionals and stuff like that. So that's helped me. Um, working out too of course yeah. obviously i want to look better physically but more than anything it helps me mentally like it yeah. helps me just relax and it gives me i don't know i mean i just feel better so there's yeah. a, different things but for sure meditation prayer has helped me through a lot I, I don't know what i would do without my faith to be honest on your um on your ig uh bio you yeah. have spiritual gangster. Yeah. Talk to me about, <laughs> about spiritual gangster. What is All that right. about? This is something that people have asked me and I haven't talked about enough. And thank you for asking me. So basically, like I was raised in a Christian home. We were Catholic and then we became Christian. And I would go to, to church with my grandma, like literally Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So I was kind of like a Bible thumper for a long Ooh. time. <laughs> so I was more religious and in church it's kind of like you can't wear certain things you can't yeah. cuss you can't drink you shouldn't listen to worldly music and i just felt confined you know and for a long time and i felt like oh i'm, I'm a bad person if mm. i listen to rap you know what wow, i mean yeah. so i feel like who who are these people to say because the religious people should i say to tell me that i can't cuss that i can't twerk because i like to twerk and you can tell yeah. me god doesn't love me because i shake
Like, right. that's crazy. So I'm like, I'm a spiritual gangster then. Like, I <laughs> I go to church and I do my thing too. Like, on Friday, I'll go out and then on Sunday, I'll be at church. Like, what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong. You know what? Right? It's like, being it's a, our relationship with God. Uh, being a spirit, I'm, you know, sometimes I like to twerk too. You know? <laughs> you know, it's 2022. We should twerk together, you know? <laughs> Men, Men can do it too, right? Hell yes, exactly. I agree. I agree. I'm, a, I'm, I'm more of a spiritual twerker, though. A spiritual, than a spiritual twerker. gangster. See? Yeah. See, I could be a G. See, that's the thing. Like, like I've learned that I can speak my mind, and I'll tell you what I feel, and I'm gonna be straight up about it. Um, and it doesn't make me a bad person. For a long yeah. time, I was like a people pleaser, mm. and I've learned throughout the years and the hard way that. It's better to just be honest and and instead of lying your way through things just to get people's approval. You know what I mean? So that's part of kind of like it all kind of comes in one. The whole spiritual gangster thing. How did you, I guess, stop or learn to to not be a people pleaser? Because that's that's hard. That's hard. That's hard to break. Yeah, it's definitely hard to break. I think it happened. It happened. I'm I'm not even going to lie. Like five years ago, I think. Barely. And in the beginning of my music career, I wanted to please other people. I wanted to do what I what I, you know, quote unquote, should be doing. And then until I started learning, like, this is what I got to do what I want to do. Like, I need to be happy. I'm the one that's going to, you know, have to go on stage. So it's taken me a while. But I think more than anything, it was I, I read this thing once and it said we have to learn to say yes to no to people in order to say yes to ourselves. Like what I do now is I ask myself, I'm like, do I have peace? with this right now, with this decision. And if the answer is no, then like, I don't, you know, it's like this, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain when you, what peace feels like, but you just know. Yeah. And yeah. I've learned to be like, no, it's okay to say no sometimes. Like, no, I don't feel comfortable with that. Or no, I don't agree with that. And it just takes, I think maturity, you know, and I, it takes time, it takes time. But even sometimes I still find myself kind of going back. back right. I was, was going to ask you, like, is it, is it gone or does it sometimes like, cause like I'm, yeah. I'm a people pleaser myself, you okay. know? And, and, you know, sometimes as as minimal as, hey, my mm-hmm. family's going to have a carne asada and my mom yeah. calls me. She's like, hey, come by. Now I feel pressured to go. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I love my parents. Of course. But if I'm not feeling well or I'm tired or I have like work or something, I'm like mm-hmm. stressing out because no quiero quedar mal. Exactly. Right? And, that, you know, I don't I don't I, I feel I get a. Not that they, they give me a guilt trip, but I feel guilty. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think that goes back to being a people pleaser. For sure. So I'm still going through it myself. For sure. And, and me too. You know, there there are times I can probably say that I'm like, I don't know, like 80% over it. You know, yeah, there's yeah, that yeah, yeah, like yeah. percentage where I'm just like, dang, like I still struggle with it a little yeah. bit. And you I have remind to remind myself. Sometimes, yeah, right? you have to remind yeah. yourself. It's, you know what, life is just, it's a journey. We're evolving yeah. creatures and we, you know, every day we're changing. And if we're not changing, there's something wrong with us. I feel like we should be changing. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, but I still struggle with it. For sure. <laughs> I do. We we often hear people talk about artists like, oh, I miss the old blank. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you get that? I do. As an artist? I have. Yeah. 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 And what what is that as an artist? What does that make you feel? You know what? I think it's hurt me more from from people that that like were in my life, for instance, you know what I mean? Like old friends were mm. like, oh, I liked you better when you weren't this or that, mm. you know? And I'm just like, that in the beginning hurt me. I was like, what? Like, have I really changed? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think me calaba más eso. Yeah. And now it's, I get it a little bit when it comes to my music, but I think that because I've been so adamant about wanting 
to better it and still stay in the line of music that I'm in, mm-hmm. but try new things. I get it, but not as much. I get it sometimes from fans that started with me from the beginning and I'm not as available. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't respond the way I used to respond. And it's not because I don't want to, and I'm glad we're talking about it. It's just sometimes you run into negative comments, yeah. people talking, you yeah. know, and it's sometimes I'm like, I want to keep myself from getting hurt, you yeah. know, so I'll won't. And I got to get better at that where I used to read my comments a little bit more and respond. Yeah. But since I'm trying to protect my heart, I don't want to run into those negative comments. So I get that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. but for me, it's like, you know what? I'm, we're supposed to change. Like I, we're supposed to like if. How, how do we know our potential? We can reach our full potential if we are just stuck in our comfort zone. Right. In every way. Right. You know, and now I'm, I'm okay. I'm like, well, the people that are meant to come with me in the next season of my life are going to come with me. Y los que no, pues ni modo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I, I, I got to tell you that at times I've, I've been guilty of, of looking at, at my favorite artists, you mm-hmm. know, and saying, man, I miss, Kanye, I miss the old yeah. Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. And you, I feel like he's an artist that you hear that uh, about a lot, right? And I don't know if you had a chance to see his documentary, but like his doc, after watching that, I was like, you know what? I I, I felt bad, um, even thinking it, yeah. uh, thinking, hey, I, I miss the old Kanye because, like you said, we're evolving uh-huh. creatures. creatures, like for sure. You know, even if someone was like, hey, like I miss the old Mondo, I'm like. I never thought about that because mm. um, we, I'm not the same. No one is. No one yeah. is the same person they were, um, you know, five years ago, 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and I think we should like stay true to our, to our morals, to our essence, like our core. But there are things that are just, it's inevitable. Like we're going to change. Right. You know what I mean? But that's crazy that you say that about like his, his documentary. Like I didn't watch it all. I haven't finished it, but it really inspired me. Like yeah. the fact that documenting all that and seeing like, dude, at the end of the day, yeah, maybe his music has changed and stuff like that, but he's still the same person, like, <laughs> in his heart. Like, he's always been different. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm like, dang, like, I'm glad we're able to see this because I was like you. Yep. I'm not going to lie. I was like, dude, his first album was, this, you know, yep. it was awesome. Like, why, why, why have things changed? But then you learn to just grow with your artist. You have you know? to. Yeah, you have to. And you're like, okay, cool. I can listen to that and I can get used to this, you right. know? And now I love all his stuff, to be honest. I think he's a genius. People forget, I agree with you, people forget that musicians, that artists, that people are in the public public eye yeah. are real people, mm-hmm. right? Like, they, they, they forget <laughs> that. It's like, we change, yeah. how do we expect for, you know, someone like, like Kanye, since we're talking about him, mm-hmm. to stay the same for the last, like, 15 plus years? Right. Right? It's, it's tough, especially in the industry. This, the industry can be somewhat of a dark place, yeah. you know? And and that's why like, I'm very compassionate about people like Britney Spears, like that, mm. that have had like Mariah Carey, like that have had those moments, their meltdowns, even Will Smith right now. Like, yeah. we don't know what's going on. Like, I'm very careful with criticizing because I'm like, dude, it's tough being in this position and I'm not even at that level, you know? Yeah. This, they're world international, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, I think remembering que somos hechos de carne y hueso. Like right. we are all, we have feelings, we have thoughts, we go through a lot. Like not only in our personal lives, but the exterior world also affects us. And someone's always has an opinion. Yep. It's like, we can't make a mistake. Cause it's like, you got to watch. And it's just it, that, that causes a lot of mental turmoil, you know, if you let it. So that's why, I mean, 
I grew up, I think, like watching my mom too. So mm. I saw certain things that she went through. And, and I think I feel like I'm a little bit more ready and I my, mentally ready. And I started my career a little older. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do, there's times when I just, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I've thought about it. Like I have felt those moments where I like, I, I'm just gonna shave my head. I'm, I'm I feel like I need to go like crazy. Yeah. Not because I need to, but I just, you feel crazy a little bit. Like yeah. it's just a lot sometimes. The pressure's a lot. Do you yeah. feel like things have, have changed a lot since... The time when your mom was in the limelight and how media is, how how it was and how it is. Has that changed? Has it gotten worse? Has it gotten better, Ugh, you think? Dang, that's hard. I think it's gotten worse because of yeah. social media. Yeah. Because not only do you have the, the paparazzi, the paparazzi like after you, it was different. It was just different back then. Like you didn't have, like now you have people, you know, behind a telephone, a computer, just just giving their opinion and not even like I'm okay with const- constructive criticism, but it's like when they're being mean, I'm just like, dude, that, that sucks. Like, it's like, you, I have a heart, you know what I mean? Like it, it just, it hurts, you know, I think it's gotten because of that a little worse. Um, but even back then it was pretty bad. I mean, <sighs> I saw her suffer a lot. I have to, I have to share this with you. I was watching, um, uh spanish programming yeah um and i saw some i saw you you were you were on um but it was like paparazzi style yeah and someone walks up with uh with an iphone i think and and they start talking to you and they start recording you i think you you were coming out of, of a restaurant or something and and the type of and how how they come towards you how they speak to you it, it 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 bothered me so much. Mm. It bothered me so much, and I'm thinking like, do people like not realize that, like like, yeah, like that you're you know you're 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 just a, you're a real person, mm-hmm. right? Like, te hablan como que no sé. Les debo algo. Like right. you owe me. Like yeah. Like and they don't they don't like kind of like respect personal space. No respect. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like. Uh, how why like what kind of I th- that that definitely speaks more about about them than 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 you obviously mm-hmm. um but i was bugging out cheekies yeah. i was like i can't believe this is this is um it's you know tough. the the i don't even say media because i'm in media too but like it's it's just a different world the paparazzi mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. it's and they're vicious Cause they're all trying a crazy thing is that a part of me understands. I'm like, that's their job. That's their bread and butter. Like that's how they feed their family. Yeah. Is it okay? No, I, I don't think it's, like, I wouldn't want to have that job, but what if I had to, I, I don't know. So I still put myself in their shoes, you know, but I'm just like, dude, like if you were to come at me in a different way, right, you right, know what I mean? Like right. if you were to approach me, I'd probably want to talk to you. You know what I mean? But they're in your face. They're not like, you're in a hurry. They're not respecting. And, the questions that they asked, dude, is just like, I'm like, come on. Yo, like, I was, I was, I was pissed for you. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I don't know. Sometimes I want to give them the finger. Both of them. It takes a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. It does. <laughs> Both to, of them. To, to, to not. I'm sure you're like borrowing fingers. Like, hey, man. Yes. Like, can you help me out here? Let's, let's all just like. Yes. Throw it up. <laughs> I was going to say something that's going to sound really weird, but never mind. I was like, let's. Them, but no, I mean, like, <laughs> I swear, I was like, my 
will just say it, F it. <laughs> but I mean the, the, the yeah, middle no. fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, so how, how do you, what goes through your mind for you to stay in peace in that moment? Because Ooh. it just feels like it's, it's, they're trying to, um, to gaslight you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A ver, a ver, a ver. Como, let's see how she reacts. Exactly. I almost feel like they're pointing, they're trying to, um, not point, like they're trying to press any button and yeah. see which one works. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, in those moments, I'm like, I just literally take a deep breath and I'm like, I know what they want is to see a different side of me, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm, and what stays in the back of my mind is I'm not going to give them that gratification. Right. Que me saquen de mis, I don't know what the word is, but like the mis casillas or something like that. I think that's how my grandma says it. But like, yeah, like I, I it's hard. It's yeah. sometimes it is difficult. Now I, I try to avoid them. Now yeah. I've learned to avoid them after a while. Now I'm like, okay, like even at the airport, like I've, I've got little tricks now, you know, yeah. but it, cause it's like, it's not that I don't want to talk to them. It's just, no se puede hablar con ellos, yeah. you know, yeah. but I just, I'm like, I'm not going to give them the gratification of, you know, making me upset and then they're going to use that, you know, like, oh, she snapped at us or whatever, because what they want is drama. You know? Right. So how do you how do you deal with with the the bullying that comes from being in the public eye? Not just like with pops, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. with social media, with social too. media, you know, it's it's taken some time um, to just know who I am. And, and by the way, I'm going to interrupt you because mm-hmm. real quick, I'm asking you this because there's people who who are dealing with this at, that are in high school. Yeah, they're dealing with bullying. You know, so you know maybe they can, yeah. they can, um, you know, catch a, a um, you know, a, a tip from from how you do it. Yeah, that that's something that I'm super. I'm an advocate um, about. Like, I want to find a way to help with this situation because cyberbullying has become this crazy thing. Yeah. And to the point where a lot of, of people are are taking their own lives because they can't handle it, you know, and yeah. I totally get it. Like I I've been dealing with it since I started my career, you know, because of things that were said that weren't true. Um, and then things that happened that I situations I would put myself in, you yeah. know, but either way, there were times where it, it was too much. I was scared to get out of my like come out of my own home. And I yeah. thought they're going to hurt me. You know what I mean? Um, but with with time, I've learned and I've looked at other people like people that I admire, like their social media and people that I think are beautiful and and physically beautiful and super talented. And it's a part of this. Like I've learned that there are people that are just unhappy with their lives that because, and I always say this, like a person that is absolutely happy and content with their life and too busy, they don't have time to talk crap on social media. You know? So I'm like, how am I going to take what this person is saying? Because you're not busy enough. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're talking crap. You need to find something to do because <laughs> you know, when you're busy there, you don't have time for that. Right. You know, when you're focused on, you're on a higher frequency frequency, like, you know what I mean? You don't have, you don't have time. You don't have the energy for that. Yeah. So I've learned to understand that, that no soy la primera, no soy la ultima, no soy la única. And even beautiful women, you know, yeah. because that's one thing that they've talked about me is my weight. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, you should be a lot thinner because you're on TV and this and that. I'm like, dude, who are you to, you know, but still, yeah. la delgadita, estás muy flaca. And I'm just like, dude, people are never happy. Never. So I'm just like, you know what? For them, too, the finger. Yeah. Two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had to learn, be like, you know, I know who I am. 
the people that are around me know who I am yeah. and I need to focus on those people. I mean, it's easier said than done for sure. Um, but I think just understanding that those people are not happy and they're trying to make you also unhappy. Yeah. I think that has helped me a lot to say, you know what? It's not my business. You know, that's, that's them. They're trying yeah. to project on me. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. what, what are the, the positives to, to social media for you? For me, and that's the thing, I try to pull the positive out of everything. And for me, social media has been nice because I'm able to have that direct contact mm -hmm. with, with the people that follow me, with my boss bees. Um, and I can express myself and share. I feel like it's a platform where I can share the things that I love. I can share positive quotes, um, yeah. my favorite things, you know, and without like yeah because especially after everything that's happened with COVID or whatever like it made things really difficult but that that was an outlet for me yeah. you know what i mean social media doing TikToks, like stuff like that it just kept me busy and it kept me like oh i'm still in the world sort mm -hmm. of thing so for me it's more than anything it's being able to dm with with the people that follow me even if they're in like another part of the country you yeah. know or in mexico um and that makes me feel close to them it makes me feel like their messages have helped me as well like through tough times where it's like cheekies you're doing a good job like keep it up stuff like that yeah 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 when it comes to the pandemic like yeah. post pandemic is there something that you feel changed inside of you Ooh. um yes when we were in it in it yeah i felt like it was necessary for us for us to just reflect, you know, reflect within and let the earth, you know, I guess, breathe, in other yeah. words. And it did kind of it changed me. It, it helped me. And now I'm, I'm more grateful now. Yeah. I feel like I can look back and say, dang, life was so different before this. Like I miss like I took it for granted. Yeah. Right. Like like I feel like in a way we're a little tied up like we're a little like confined and it kind of you know it makes me miss like when yeah. i see videos and i say like dang you could totally tell that that was way before masks and all this stuff and it just helped me just i need to appreciate the moment a little more you know do you miss quarantine a little bit or never <laughs> um i'm not gonna lie i was thriving in quarantine i was thriving <laughs> yeah. i was resting i didn't even know i needed to rest i was cooking i looked better i felt better i was i was working out every single day there's nothing else to do yeah. so i was cooking up a storm inventing stuff so um in some ways i do miss it i do miss it and i feel like a part of me stayed there like this is the first time i think i wear jeans and i don't know how long because i was like in, i was in tennis shoes and i was awful don't guy yeah. for a long time and i kind of stayed there <laughs> so i'm like you know i kind of got to get back to it. like i want to like that's one of the things i was looking at pictures i was like dude this outfit, like I used to dress different before freaking the quarantine. Yeah. So there's things that I miss and there's things like that. I'm like, you know, I just had a little bit more time. I had more time to reflect. I had more time to write. I wrote a lot. And, you know, I, I, I made a, I, I was doing all right because of, of my skincare line, you know? Yeah. So there, there are things, there are things that I miss, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, by the way, on, on the, on, on your skincare. Oh, thank you line. so much. Thank you. Um, on your book, of course, man. Okay. Thank so you. before we go into that, yeah. I want to, you said you, you've been writing a lot. Yes. Uh, talk to me, not about the music that you're making today. Talk to me about like the moment when, when you knew you wanted to, to be in, 
in in entertainment you yeah. wanted to, to be on on stages do you remember that i was 10 years old when i first felt like it was the first time i had gotten on stage my grandpa had these this um like singing competition he was trying to find the next chalino sanchez yeah, and yeah. stuff you know so there's this place called El Farallon oh, man. in Inglewood. Yep. Yeah, I think it was Inglewood or Linwood. I think Linwood. it was Linwood. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, he would have, he would hold like these contests every Thursday. Yep. And I'd be there helping, you know, sell the tickets and all this stuff. Like they had me working since I was little. So, <laughs> <laughs> or selling, cause, um, not cassettes, CDs at that time. And anyway, so I said, I told him one day, I was like, I want to go up there. Yo quiero cantar, y quiero cantar la chacalosa. So I loved corridos. I was like into corridos since forever, you know? Um, so I got on there and I, and I won second place and I just remember people cheering and I'm pretty sure I didn't do a great job, but I was like 10 years old and I was singing this like corrido, my mom's corrido. So that's the first time I was like, dude, this is kind of cool. Like this is, you know, and I brought it up to my mom a few times, but she was very like hesitant because she knew what it was. So she never really, it's not that she didn't support it hundred percent. She was just like, I don't want that life for you. You can do so much more. But there was always it was always there in the back of my mind. And then I kind of just let it go. And I brought it up to her. Um, I don't know, like a few years later. And um, the whole plan was we were going to do a, a, a group of women, like a Norteño mm. sort of group. And it was just going to be a bunch of women. And I was going to be the singer and she was going to manage my career. She's like, as soon as like my career starts calming down, like I want to I want to manage you. Um, but her career just kept growing and yeah. getting better and growing. And she just became this beast, you know? Yeah. So there was really not that time, but I was happy. I was happy being by her side, being behind the cameras, like learning everything. Like I felt like all those years prepared yeah. me for what I'm doing now without her even knowing, like I learned everything about the business. Um, did you ever have I, a, like a regular job? Like were you ever like, did. like a, 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 what is it? Um, like a sandwich artist, a Subway or yeah, something Subway. like that? <laughs> I love Subway, by the way. I, I worked at Kmart. Oh, nice. All right, so let me tell you the story. I worked at Kmart for four hours because the four girl... Four <laughs> I had to leave, dude. She was rude. The girl that was, like, above me, like, she left on, like, an hour and a half lunch break. And I was hungry, and I kept folding the clothes, and then people would come. I was My mom was already Jenny, you know what I mean? So I was like, no, I was like... You know, I want to go work. And she's like, all right. I'm like, where are you going? She's like, where are you going to work? I'm like, Kmart. She's like, all right. So I went, I'm like, I want to go work Kmart or Starbucks. So I went to, to, to Kmart and I, I quit. Got a $24 check a few days, a few weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> and then I worked at this place in Corona called Mi Tortilla. And it was a restaurant. And I was there for like two and a half months. And my, I had been working with my mom, but her and I would just bump heads. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go work somewhere else. And she's like, all right. It was another moment. She's like, yeah. like, she knew you'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and because she told me that I was like, no, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this work. And I'd come home and I'd look at my checks. I'm like, dang, but I was happy, yeah. you know? And then she's like, come work for me. I'll pay you more. I'll pay you this. And she's like, come on. And so I did. And then when, when I went to go give my two week notice, they're like, well, we were, no, Janae, don't leave. We were, we're going to make you, you know, floor manager and this yeah. and that. And I was like, well, how much are you going to pay? And then they told me, and it wasn't that much more, but I'm like, you know what? My mom needs me. And I went back with my mom. And those are the only like two real jobs that you could say I had, because other than that, I've always worked for my mom. Yeah. I worked selling cassettes at the Marisco place, yeah. CDs and stuff. But yeah, me tortilla and Kmart. Hey. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you, uh, what, for all the things that, that you learned, you know, mm -hmm. from, from your mom, uh, what sticks out the most? I did. I learned a lot. Um, 
you know what i think more than anything especially it was the last lesson that she that she ever taught me and i don't even think that she knew she taught me was not to depend on anybody mm. you know it was that that year that she passed in 2012 we went through a lot you know um in march she asked me to move out and i was like but why you know and i'm like i'll pay you rent she's like no like you don't understand i i want to feel like because i was the one at chart in charge at the house like yeah. she was always working so i was in charge of the kids the kids listened to me more I, the cleaning lady would like, I was just kind of more of like, this is my house. And mom was just, she would come in and out, you yeah. know? So I think she wanted to feel like this is my home. These are my kids. Mm. I didn't understand that. Obviously now I do, but when she kicked me out and then she took away my job again, yeah. I was like, dude, what am I going to do? Thankfully I had money that I had saved from like the reality show. I, I had started doing the reality show Cheekies and yeah. Roxy. And I said, oh, well, that's gonna... to Roxy, by the way. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 Roxy. I haven't talked to her in a hot minute, but like, you know, I learned a lot from that girl. I, I really did. I'm so grateful. She really helped me come out of my shell. Um, y pues bueno. So, so I think that whole year was just like not depending on anybody, like just really like not even on your mother, because yeah. I think I had given so much of myself to my siblings, to my mom. Yeah that I forgot about myself, about what I wanted to mm. do, you know? And it's just really, I think that more than anything, it's that. And of course, not victimizing myself from everything that I've been through. Yeah. You know, not yeah. to victimize myself and just to know that things happen and, and what are we going to learn from them? That's something that I would see her, you know, she'd fall and then she'd get back up. She'd get yeah, right back, back up. up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something that, that I admire about you is, is how transparent you are with, yeah. with your fans. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's not easy i'm sure yeah to to talk about the things that you do like i you know on your on your podcast i mean you you've talked about everything from you know honoring your mom you talk about uh, uh having a miscarriage you talked mm -hmm. about being latina freezing your eggs i mean you're talking about like some deep deep stuff yeah um and i'm sure you you've gone and talked about a, a whole lot of things yeah that are also um taboo in in the in the latino community mm -hmm. absolutely and i feel like god has given me this platform yeah and this this opportunity to to use my voice and to help and, and i feel that the only way that you can change lives is if you're completely transparent and honest and sometimes it isn't easy sometimes i i mean i have gotten criticized you know especially after this last book because i shared so much but i felt it was necessary because of so many things that have been said. And I'm like, wait, I don't want it. I, I don't want to, I don't want misinformation out there. Like yeah. I've worked so hard to get to this point that I just, I have to say it how it is, you know? Um, but it's, it's a good and a bad thing, but I feel like it's more a good thing. Yeah, you know, sure. I want people to know me for who I am for and sure. this is who I am. Take it or leave it sort of thing. Yeah. Love me or leave me alone. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Love me or leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. The great philosopher Jay-Z. A poco si. Si. No manches, dude. Yeah. That's what I tell people I love all the time. Hey, dude, either love that's, me that's, that's or leave boy. me alone. Yeah, love me or leave me alone. Yes. <laughs> Shasta Hove. Uh, so you, you, you know, you learn from you know the family business. Yes. And then there's a moment when you're like, all right, I'm I'm going in. Mm -hmm. When is that? That was. Um, 2012 after my mom had asked me to move out in march i was living on my own i was living in a garage um like a back house a garage that they had converted into like yeah. a studio and that's where i made it was a one bedroom and i made my 
I made the one bedroom into a closet because I was just like, you know, I've always been to clothes and shoes. And then I was sleeping in the living room. <laughs> Dude, I think about that. I'm like, I'm so crazy. But anyways, so I just I, that's when I and I was um, dating someone in the industry and I had spoken to him and I said, you know, like he's asked, have you ever wanted to sing? I'm like, yeah, actually, I have. So that's when it kind of came out. And we talked to my mom about it that June. Um, at my birthday party, which, yeah, June 2012. So she was already aware that I was going to just going to kind of do it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then all kinds of things happen. But it was something that I said, I got to try. I, I'm the type of person that I want to try something and know that it didn't work out. Yeah. And instead of just not doing it out of fear, you know. So that's one thing that I'm huge on. So I said, I'm going to try it. And let me tell you, it was hard. Yeah. Especially the first album, the first song. It was hard. How so? It was just not ready. It was not ready. I wasn't ready. Um, I still needed to do more vocal classes. You know what I mean? Like I, I was just, I took a big a leap of faith, you know, big leap of faith. Um, and yeah, the song was not ready for sure. They wanted yeah. to surprise me with it and they put it out, but it was just my first time in the studio ever. Yeah. And yes, it was a, a song that I wrote. It was for my mom. But I was so emotional that it just my voice wasn't where it should have been. Yeah. And I could admit that now, you know, and I can like the criticism that came with it. I, I can I can, you know, I get it. I understand. I'm not I, I, I haven't had the chance to, to listen to, to that first Don't listen song. To it. No, you don't I shouldn't. Have to. Nah, um, don't listen to it, y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to re-record that song. It, it deserves it. It deserves it, dude. It deserves it. Um, can you have my phone? I'm going to I'm going to play it on <laughs> On speaker right He's now. He's going to listen to it as soon as I leave. I know it. Can we just like... <laughs> we just Yeah, let's play it real quick. Dude. And, and we'll listen back. And we'll... Dude, every time I listen to it, I just... I cringe. But I'm just like, ooh. I, I'm like, dude. I'm like, it's okay, though. But that's how you learn, though. Like, For sure. You learn. Like, that's... For sure. That's where I'm like, I get it. Like, I learned from that. And it helped me. Like, it motivated me to say, I'm going to get better. Yeah. I'm going to get better at writing. I'm going to get better at singing. I'm going to get better on stage. And I'm my own competition, and that's how I see it, you yeah. know? Um, the song is beautiful. I love the song. It's just the way I how sing it. How old were you at, at this point? I was 26. 26. Mm -hmm. You know, I started doing radio when I was 18. And that was my first time ever being in front of a microphone, in front of anything. Mm -hmm. And it was horrible. I yeah. sucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> I... I, I I have a I have a CD with like my first was college radio. Um, mm. I I did my first commercials, my first radio shows, and I listen back and I cringe too. I mm. I it's like I I didn't enunciate for some reason. <laughs> like I'm like, what the hell is this kid saying? Like, I, and um, the tone of voice projecting. I mean, there's mm -hmm. a lot. So I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, granted, you were in the public eye, and that's why maybe I don't, you know, I don't know if, yeah, if, if he, sure. you know, you were criticized for or, or critiqued. Tough. I was critiqued for sure. Um, but like, you know, man, heck, if if people were critiquing me since day one, it would have been mm -hmm. all bad. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah, that's just how, like you said, mm -hmm. like, that's how we got to start somewhere. Exactly. And that's what I say. I think, you know what it was? Also, they were comparing me with my mom, mm. not taking into consideration that my mom had 20 plus years under her belt. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you listen to her first albums, like there's, it's night and day. Yep. You know what I mean? And it was just like, they were thought that I'm just going to start singing like my mom or better. And yeah. that's just not the case. I was starting, I was like barely getting my feet wet and. Um, and that's it. I, I feel like I started kind of like 
like ass backwards you know what i mean like but it helped me it really has molded me and the good thing is that i had all those years with my mom as 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 backup with like the industry and i went in there like having my own record label and having my publisher and knowing the business aspect of it so i kind yeah. of protected myself with that and then just bettered my my art you know and, and yeah. i think we're, we're doing all right i just finished my fourth album so i'm super excited about that that's amazing yeah that's amazing what, what I, I saw you were uh you were um, practicing. Yeah. You were going over uh, uh, with your with your manda. Yes, yes. What's what's that? What what's that feeling like for you? You know, it was crazy because I've been kind of dealing with some stuff for the past few weeks, and I was kind of just sad, you know. And I I was I was telling Emilio, my boyfriend, I was like, you know what? I think I want to cancel the whole damn tour. Like, I'm just Man. I'm tired. I'm mentally exhausted. And when I went out there to Brownsville, we were in Texas because that's yeah. where my manda's from. That's where Fred's from. Oh, our, nice. Our DP. And you know what? Brownsville has a lot of good food, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> it's cool. I saw you. Oh, he showed me that video of you practicing down there. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> dude, the meat out there, delicious. Don't they, even they get him started. <laughs> don't, don't get him started. He's going to talk. He'll go talk. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you about tacos and They're really good. Honestly. Is, the meat was bomb yeah. and I, I you know i i, I like a carniceria and a carniceria out here but yeah. i was like ooh, they have a con competition fred say very proud texan <laughs> very proud texan very <laughs> proud brownsvillian and he always talks about how the tacos are fire and how the food's fire so yeah i mean we can, we can you can do a whole different podcast after <laughs> this one with fred just talking Dude, about texas the, yeah. yeah you know what that's the thing people from texas are super proud to be from Texas, like it's like a thing, you know. <laughs> but Brownsville, I'm gonna tell you, I it was it was chill. I had a good time. Brownsville, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually gonna be out there in Brownsville at Arre, that place where I was yeah, um, yeah. Pr uh, practicing, rehearsing. Yeah, so after rehearsing. I was rehearsing, I felt better. I felt like, oh, I feel happy. Like I feel like, yes, you know what? It's gonna be all right. Like it's just, I I swear, music is is a therapy, dude. Like yeah. it just, it's helped me so much, and it just reminded me, like. I'm here for a reason. It's you know? healing. It's healing. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, and that's how I felt. I felt like it healed my heart. I, and yeah, even yesterday I was, or what was it? What's today? Monday? Yesterday I was feeling sad and I went to the studio and I felt better. Nice. So it is, it is healing. Therapy. Therapy. For sure. Yeah. Uh, shouts to uh, Emilio for yes. convincing you to, to go through <laughs> with, with your, your tour. Oh, yes. Yeah. He told me, you know what? He was like, you know, are you sure? Like, maybe it's just, you know, he's really good at listening and just allowing me to express myself. And sometimes I'm a little lunatica. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, shout out to him. For... Yeah, Emilio. <laughs> I always wanted to say that <laughs> Emilio. With, with with him in in the room, <laughs> and I'm far enough to where he's not gonna slap me, you know. <laughs> Yeah, not, not at the Roxberries, you know, <laughs> epic, epic scene. Um, I want to talk about like the music that you're making. And yeah. I know that you, you said, you know, you're 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 sticking with with the the essence of, of you know, la musica de banda. And, yeah. And, you know, um, do you see yourself, you know, making the transition into other genres? Would you like to or? For sure. Yeah, most definitely. You know, I when I when I hear La banda y que retumba, like it gets me excited. It's yeah. something that it's just since I was young, it's something that I can't deny. Um, when I'm on stage, it's what excites me the most. But there is like, I love reggaeton. Mm -hmm. I love rap. 
Um, I have a few things that I've done that I haven't talked about yet um, that soon enough, hopefully you guys will be able to hear, but I am definitely going to tap into that. I want to try it. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to try it. Um, I don't want to live with the should have, could have, would have, you know? So yeah. I don't, and that's one thing in my career. I don't like to be put in a box. All my music has always been different, you know, and this album that's coming, it's yes, it has banda, but it also has cumbia because I love to dance, you know, and it's fun and it, it plays really well in Mexico and because I love it, you know? Um, and some people criticize that, like, oh, ¿por qué no es todo un, 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 este, un disco de banda? I'm like, well, why? It's my album. I can do right. whatever I want. Right. You know, it's my art, you know? So I've learned, too, to just own that. Um, but for sure, I, I want to do a little, you know, a little, you know, a little some stuff. A little some stuff. You know, I, I, I just think we're, we, we live in a, in a time when you can't. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I, I feel like years back you know generations back you did have to stick to one thing mm -hmm. also music wasn't as as um versatile right as i mean if we, you go like pre i think the ipod like changed everything yeah, you know yeah. in in True. the in the early what like 2000s, 2000s? Mm -hmm. um and after that it's like you can have all this music in in one device obviously now it's streaming and everything so yeah you have artists doing you know bad bunnies doing uh a rock and espanol type song, right? You have Carol G doing like a corrido tumbado type mm -hmm. song. She did, I loved it. And then Maluma with Grupo Firme that they did that song. I was like, you know what? I'm all about it. I'm yeah. just like, dude, express yourself. That's what music is about is expressing yourself. It's a universal language. And you know what I mean? You don't have to even know Spanish to love it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? To love the music. So that's, that's, and, and you're right. Before it was stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. Stay in your lane. Don't, don't you dare step out of it. And that's one thing. When I came in, it was still like that when I yeah. started my career. And I'm like, well, my first album, you hear it, it's all over the place. Honestly, I did all kinds of things. I was still trying to find my sound, you know? And even in this album, it's a little like that. But now I feel like this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm going to stick to. But I still want to try this and that, you know? Yeah. I, I want to do a little bit of rap. I really, I come from Long Beach. You know what hey. I mean? Like, I'm like, I want to do a little bit of rap. I love that. Sale. <laughs> like, so, so, okay. Talk to me about like doing, wanting to do a little bit of rap. Like, mm -hmm. Would it be on a hip hop type beat or would it be because like now with the corridos tumbados, mm -hmm. right? Like they're they're technically sort of rapping, too. sort of rapping. Exactly. Like, do you see yourself or, or both? I think both because there I, there are a few people that I'd like to like, you know, experience experiment that in that space in like the, the corrido tumbado. Yep. But there's also like, yeah, kind of like a hip hop sort of thing, like, a you know, like a maybe like a Cardi, like, a, hey. you know, like very out there yeah talk about just stuff you know i don't, don't want to get too raunchy but yeah kind of raunchy <laughs> so have you have you recorded something like that i have you have yes and actually emilio my my you know he's here emilio no <laughs> emilio oh, he's over there <laughs> um yeah we did something we, we did a little something we wrote um we, we wrote with uh ot ot genesis oh nice that was kind of cool and we have something there we have something it's it's there it's it's waiting it's it's still in the works but yeah exclusive for you i haven't told anyone that <laughs> i love that i love yeah. that yeah no that's do you is do you have a, a a a list of of rappers of hip-hop artists you love to to collaborate aside from from ot <sighs> dane there are i mean so what's the top three you think oh like if i'm dreaming big yeah right? we got it we got to dream okay, big okay you're gonna dream big see i would love to do something with nikki with Nikki, you know, even with with um, with Lil Kim, 
Nice. With Cardi, with um, Kanye. Kanye, to me, is a musical genius. And there's a lot of stuff. Like, I got a lot of inspiration from some of his stuff with this album that I did. Yeah. Um, of course, Hove. Like, I love, you know, I'm, I'm dreaming big, but yeah. why not? You feel why me? Not? Like, there were some of my Eminem. Oh, my God. Man. 50. Talking about all the goats. Yeah. Even Snoop, you know, we've, I feel like I've talked to the team and, and it, that's a little like something that we're kind of working on because yeah. we're both from Long Beach. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, those are, those are the people that I listen to. That's, that's my stuff. You know, I know, I know Snoop has done some, some crossover. Yeah. Mandame, say yep. like that's yeah so he's really into he loves mexicans loves. yg too so i don't know i mean yg's our neighbor so i don't know and he loves mexicans too so we i don't know i want to do i want to try it if i'm if i'm if they give me the opportunity i would love it that's amazing yeah that's amazing i'm, I'm looking forward I'm, to that hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i love that uh what would you say is is the easiest part of 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 your career the easiest part of my career? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, damn. Easiest. Dang, you got me there. You got me there because I could think of like the funnest things, you know what I mean? But like, I think the easiest part is maybe getting on stage. Um, it's nerve wracking, but for me, it's even even more so than getting in the studio. It's really getting on stage because it's it's my stage to do as I please yeah. and to express myself in every any way that I can. And even if I mess up, you know, like it's okay because it's my stage. You know yeah. what I mean? And and getting ese calor del público, that's one thing that when we were in quarantine and everything, like I missed so much having like I'm a hugger when I see my people, my followers, like I'm the type that'll hug you and and I don't. It was really hard, yeah. you know, because people were scared and everything and we weren't allowed to do concerts. But I think that's probably the, the easiest part. You know, if I really think about it, it's like I get on there. I'm like, OK, like you think I'm going to forget the songs. Oh, my God, like, what's <laughs> going to happen? But then when you get there, and you hear like the music and you're just like, oh, shoot, like it just kind of yeah. happens for you. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is, is the hardest part of your career? The hardest part of my career. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that one, though. <laughs> Well, um, I think the hardest part, the there most, are a lot of hardest, but like hard, the most challenging is, I think, especially in the genre that I'm in, is letting your voice be, be heard in mm. this genre because it's so male dominated. Yep. I think that's where it's like, it's challenging. It's just like, dude, there's so much female um, talent out there, you know, and we get so much freaking criticism. Yeah. It's crazy. Even from men, like, why, what are you doing singing that song? Who do you think you are? Like, it's kind of like, bandas para los machos, bandas para los hombres. And it's like, why though? Like, yeah. I think that for me is, has been the most challenging because it's like, there's only one woman yeah. and it's like, it's only, and, and Jenny Rivera, no one's ever going to get to that, but it's like, Jenny Rivera is Jenny Rivera. Juan Gabriel is Juan Gabriel. Selena, Selena, like, no one's ever going to take their place. We're just trying to do our own thing, you know, but we're always constantly being compared. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it's like, ugh. sometimes it gets like, dang, you, you want to give up. Yeah. And you're just like, it's never going to be enough, you know. But no, I'm not a giver upper. <laughs> I'm not a giver upper. <laughs> I, need a, I need a mug with that. That's what, my what? next mug. I'm not a giver upper. I'm not a giver upper. <laughs> that's the next mug we're doing. Can we do that? Can we make that happen? Please, okay. All right, perfect. Um, no, I, I, I think that's a, a beautiful thing that that you 
um, are following all of your passions because, you know, like mm -hmm. we started earlier, uh, me mentioning all the things that you do yeah. um, with with music in, in that genre. You know, we talk about here on the show, we talk about uh, toxic masculinity. We mm -hmm. talk about, you know, you know, my 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 father is is macho. Right. Yeah. And we talk about that with a lot of our guests. You know, it's something that that we we need to you know, break that, that mentality. And man, I've even been criticized on, on YouTube for, for, uh, for, for talking about to like someone is defending toxic masculinity. No, shut up. <laughs> you know, you know, I was like, bro, what? <laughs> is it, it's Yeah. It's cause it, it's true. It's, it's something that's in our culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of like, para las mujeres, you know, be quiet, but, but you know, eh, te mira más bonita sort mm -hmm. of thing. But yeah, I mean, that's good that you talk about that stuff. It's I think that's awesome. And there's always going to be that person that's going to say and have an opinion and say something. <laughs> but, you know, it's a part of this. If they're talking, it's a good thing. It is. It's it is. Thing. It's a good thing. Talk to me about your podcast. Yes. I know you you recently launched that. I know you're very proud of it. Um, Cheekies and Chill. So Cheekies and Chill, that I think is one of the funnest things I've done. Um, I feel like I don't have to obviously worry about what I'm wearing. I sometimes, I mean, I go on there cause it's just mine. It's just audio. You know, I want to work to do something like this. It's yeah. really inspired me. I love it. Um, to have something visual, but it's a space for me to just express myself, to just talk about anything and everything that I want. And I feel like I'm doing in a way God's work where I'm like bringing awareness to people and talking about things that most people wouldn't want to talk about that are afraid to talk about because they're afraid of being canceled or they're afraid of being silenced, you know, and there are still things that I haven't even talked about on my podcast that I want to talk about Amazing. that I feel like poco a poco we're building up to that. Um, but it's done very well. And I think it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's a space where I could just be me, you mm. know, and a lot of people are criticizing me cause it's not in Spanish. They're like, mm. they want it in Spanish, but I express myself better in English. So yeah. I'm going to do what I want. So, I mean, but it's doing well. I'm really happy about it. That What's your favorite thing about recording? Um, I think more than anything, it's being able to be in the comfort of my home and being literally in my robe and not have to worry about, you know, getting ready or whatever, but also being able to speak to, to real human beings mm. and get down and to the nitty gritty stuff and tell them like this. I want to talk about, are you down? Like, you know, that has been so nice as I've learned through the people that are, have been on my podcast, too. So it, it's good. I love to learn. I, I love to just, you know, I thrive on that. I thrive on knowledge and learning more. And it's, it's been wonderful. I try to do the show uh, with a robe, too. But the guys, <laughs> Why the, guy, not? the guys didn't let me. They're like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> go get go change, bro. Go go do something. I was like, All right, man, so. Yeah. Um, talk to me about uh, Unstoppable. Yes. You know, we mentioned the, the book a little bit ago. Dang. Okay, so that's my second memoir. Um, my first one is Forgiveness. And I think people forgot that I wrote another book because this one's like, oh, my God, how, how could she talk about her life? And it's just like, dude, I've been doing this forever. Like, <laughs> how can I've been I was in reality for 10 years, you know, and. Yeah you're exposing your life. Yep. That's what it is. So why is it so weird that I'm writing certain things in this book? You know, it, it got, I got a lot of really good feedback. I think the first week was tough because of course some media talked mess about it and we're talking and kind of just 
taking things out of context. I was like, dude, just listen and just read it. Yeah. Um, but then I went on my book tour and the comments I was getting from people was like, thank you so much, Cheekies. You've inspired me. You talk about things that I've gone through and thank you. So that kind of just put me back in a good place. Um, and I think it was necessary. I think I feel much better emotionally after I wrote that book. I feel like I wrote it. I closed those chapters of my life and it's there and I don't have to worry about it anymore because for a long time as I was writing it, there were things that I wanted to clear up in my personal life and stuff yeah. like that, that, that I think como que I felt um, suppressed yeah. emotionally. So after that, I was like, well, here it is, you know, read it if you want. And now I could just honestly say, read my book. It's there. I don't have to talk about it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like certain things, certain things, you know, but um, it's a memoir. But in there, like I have affirmations, I have reflections, like I'm all about. I want you guys to learn through my experiences. Yeah, so, I did. It, we were a bestseller, so it's cool on a couple lists. You know? I mean, you know, just you know, just a bestseller. You know? <laughs> no yeah, big deal. But I deal. put it on my vision board. I put it on my vision board. You guys, vision boards work. I'm telling you, like. I have had a vision board for years and everything that I put on my vision board, like, thank God, I vamos poco a poco, it, they have come true. I think it's just mental. It's looking at every day and it's like, I'm going to get that. I got that. Thank you. Like, you tell the universe, thank you. And, dude, I had it there. I was like, I want to be a bestseller. And, pues, gracias a Dios y gracias a la gente que, que compró el libro, you know, we were able to, to do that. But, How do you get from, from point A to point B? So, point A being... Uh, you know, you're, you're thinking about writing a book, point mm -hmm. B, being a bestseller. How do you get from point A to point B? You know what? It's first of all, having the idea. Like right now, I already have the idea for the next one. And it's just start, you start writing it like in your notes. I started just writing and like my phone, like my notes, any chance that I got, like when I was flying, when I had a moment alone, I would even record voice notes mm. and just save them and save them and save them. And so I wouldn't forget about the things that I wanted to talk about. And I have a book agent, so she hooked me up with Atria. You know, there's so many different publishers out there. And sometimes you can even do it yourself. I looked into, like, honestly doing this one by myself. And it was going to be, um, it wasn't, it's not that expensive to publish a book, actually. Um, and, but then, you know, I, I, it was a blessing that Atria picked me up. And then after you finish it, like, it takes a while, though. It took two years to write it. Yeah. Two years to finish it. And then you go in and you add things and you remove things and then you have a lawyer or two lawyers that are like, okay, don't say this because it's going to get you in trouble. Let's change this word. One little word can make a huge difference. Wow. So that's important. Editing, you guys, the editing part. But thank God you just, I have a, I had a really good team with that. So I could have got myself into some stuff. Yeah. What, what have you, what have you learned from your first book to writing, writing your, your second one? You know, with my first book, I felt like it was very, very necessary because there was like this big black cloud over over me. And I felt like I, I need to talk about this whole chisme that was going around, yeah. you know, and I was like, I'm going to clear it up here. And it made me feel so much better. I think with this second book, what I've learned is like, I felt like, OK, cool. I'm just it's going to be just that again. But mm -hmm. it wasn't. Things have changed. And I don't know. It kind of left in a weird way, like not a sour taste in my mouth. I, I don't want to say that, but it kind of, I don't know if I want to write another memoir, mm. to be honest, you know, I feel like if I write another book, it's going to be something more 
like a, like a knock knock joke book like maybe? a knock knock joke yeah something exactly lighter. like something lighter <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing about that <laughs> is that i've always wanted to do a children's book like you know what i mean that would so be cool. i'm like you know what like i'm done i don't i'm there's no need who says me. you can't though right but, yeah, like no 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 but the children's but, book the children's like, book yeah. right yeah even if i don't have kids of my own yet like i love kids and yeah. i would love like i have this whole idea for it already and and I think I'm going to do it. You know, I think I, I, I want to do something like that. Something more light, to be honest, like for sure. That's what I learned. Like, OK, we did that. Yeah. Now something that's lighten up the mood. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Talking about, uh, you know, not having kids of your own yet. Mm -hmm. If um, the time comes when, you know, your kids are like, hey, or kid, you know, however, mm -hmm. how many you decide, however many kid. you decide to, to <laughs> have. Probably kid. Um, says, hey, I want to I want to do what you do. Mm -hmm. what Ooh. do you say to them I'll, i'm gonna do what my mom do, did she was very honest about about it she's like i'm gonna support you but it's long hours a lot of criticism like everything that she told me has it's true it's did you like, believe it when she told you i did but i didn't think it was that bad mm. i'm like it's not that bad and now I'm like, Dane, mom, like you were right. You were absolutely right. Like, I get it. Like it is male dominated. There's a lot of criticism from even people in the industry, other people that you would think would support you. That's yeah. they're son tus colegas and yeah. they have something to say, something negative. So like, I get it. And I think I would tell my child, like, look, I'm gonna support you. I'm gonna help you out. Like, that's what I do with my brother. He's kind of like my son, you know, Johnny's 21. But like, I basically helped raise him. And when he came to me, he said, I want to sing. And I'm like, okay. You need to go to class. You need, I want you to learn an instrument. Like, I want you to be better. You know, like, I don't know how to play an instrument. I wish I did. You know, I, it just gives you, it kind of levels you up, I feel, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you can do it, but this, this, and that. And I've supported him. I supported him with his first two songs that he recorded. Um, but I, you know, it's, it's just knowing you got to be ready, emotionally ready. You have to be emotionally ready for this because, like I always say, have a soft heart, but a hard shell. Mm. Don't ever lose your essence and lose the person that you are. Pero ponte fuerte. You have to have some tough skin. Yeah. Some thick skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, to young talent, I'm sure it's 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 really tough to, to be young and, and to be in the industry like, mm -hmm. you know, like your your brother. Is there yeah. is there young talent in in the scene now that you're like, hey, this, this person's killing it? Yes. Um, Yaritza. Is mm. that, yes. She I don't know if you guys have heard of her. I don't know her last name right now, but she her song went crazy on TikTok, and i had been seeing her way before she blew up like her song is at number one right now and she's 15 i think so wow. she's very young and she's 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 doing it and i just posted her because i was like dude this is amazing she's number one above like every all in all latin and it's our music it's, it's algo it's un correo tumbado se puede decir yeah. you know um so so i'm really that, that makes me happy it's like you know what i mean like i see other other people thriving and it's like dude that that's great you know yeah. um but yeah that's i mean for sure and then there's there's a lot of people there's um even um marca mp like that i think is you know is great um baby keen that just won a freaking grammy guys he's young apparently yeah. i think that's and he's amazing dude he's he's a genius like him and and, and kendrick i just some of my favorite but yeah i mean this 15 year old girl she's doing it yeah she's kicking everyone's butt right now <laughs> i know um 
Angelita, Angela Aguilar. Angela, dude. Is That's another it one. Too. Oh my God, I can't believe it's... I love Angela. Angela is doing her thing. She's 18 years old. She can sing her butt off, you know, and she's been singing since she was like yeah. this little. This Her dad, but her dad has been very like, he's strict with them. He has done a great job with his children. I yeah. think they're great stage presence and and then he's you know they've watched their father and then that's their that's their mentor so yeah. i think that that's it's amazing that they have him uh, that's guiding them and then their mom that that you know lirardo's her brother um he also sings amazing um she's basically their manager i think that makes a huge difference that's why yeah. i feel like if your kids like you should support them what they want to do and be there with them you know don't ever you know like no les quites esa ilusión that illusion of wanting to do something i feel yeah. So I would support my baby, but be like, just be careful, be ready, be ready. <laughs> yeah, no, that you know, I I think that's that's spot on. I, I I agree with you too. If if um I don't have kids yet either. Oh, you don't? Not yet. Okay. But if the time comes and I was to hear the same thing, like, hey, I want to do what you do. Um, mm -hmm. I I would definitely be honest and I'd definitely be supportive. You know, like mm -hmm. my my father, my parents are very traditional from Mexico. Okay. Um, and when I wanted to, to, to be in entertainment, they were like, hey, ¿qué es eso? Like, no, get, go get a real job, uh -huh. right? And it's a little different because, you know, your family is in the industry. Mm -hmm. My family was the opposite. And they were very, there's a lot of, of, of pushback, right? Yeah. Um, Especially when it comes to entertainment because it's not safe. It's not stable. Mm, what, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's one thing that I would want to say, like, to my child, now that yeah. we're talking about it. And, and, and just to anyone that wants to come and step into the entertainment world, I feel like, I mean, it goes both ways. Some people are like, focus on your dream 100%. Don't think about anything else. But I, I saw in my family certain people that were like the like on top and they didn't have anything else to fall back on. It's always good to have like a plan B and just in the back of your mind, I feel, because you just never know what can happen, especially now with, with how things are in the entertainment space. Like people, their attention span is like so much shorter and shorter. Like yeah. our music, I see it in music. Like songs don't last as long as they used to. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like the longevity has gotten, it's just, I don't know, it's different. Um, so it's always good to, to just, you know, have a little something on the side. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's why. Have you thought about your, your something on the side? Yeah, that's why I, I've, I've done like, dude, I always say this. I'm like, okay, if, if the music thing doesn't work out for me or, or whatever happens, you know, I have, I have my, my cosmetic line. I have my, my skincare I have the other things like I have like that's why I tap into the podcasting. That's why I do like certain things because I'm like, I want to try it and just know like, you know, I don't want to like not do it. Yeah. Um, But if I had to go, I, I'm not even saying this to be funny, but it's the truth. Like if you go back to Kmart, I would. Yeah, I know. I'm not it. even lying it. to you. Like I'd go back to Kmart. <laughs> There's one Kmart. I think where did I see it? Dude, it was a big Kmart. What are those super Kmarts? I think it was. Dude, I go back to Super Kmart. You better believe I'm gonna become the manager, the supervisor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's how I feel. I'm like, like I'm not saying like I feel like no matter what, no le tengo miedo al trabajo. Like right. I'm not scared to work. If I have to go out and like I put this in my book, I was like I'll go sell freaking oranges like with my homie right there at the, by the free you know the end of the end of the freeway i had to make sure that they're pretty and i'll sell the heck and out of those and you'd be the best the best orange seller mm -hmm. in the game i'd sell freaking orange juice and everything like <laughs> I, i'd figure it out you know yeah yeah i mean and todo. De todo. <laughs> you know i that's something again like you, that i i look at, at you and what you're doing with mm -hmm. with your entrepreneurial 
side. Yeah. Um, no paras. And 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 I mean that in a comp in a com very complimentary way. Thank you. It's like yeah. you're a hustler and 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 it's it's beautiful to see that. It's very inspiring to see that, motivating Thank to you see so that. Much. Um because you know, again, people don't see people see a TikTok mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they see you enjoying life maybe on vacay and but they don't know everything that had to happen for you to squeeze in to do a little TikTok, mm -hmm. for you to squeeze in a little bit of time to go on vacation. Yeah. Because it's it's tough. Yeah, absolutely. And those TikToks, let me tell you, they're hard. Yeah. They're, time, they're time consuming. Yeah. Like, that's a whole job in itself. And that's why, like, I see a lot of TikToks. I'm like, dude, like, that's awesome. You know, yeah. do your thing. But, like, you know, I, I just, I'm always constantly thinking of, sometimes I feel like my mind doesn't rest enough. And, and I'm trying to slow that down and find the balance in that because it can cause me a lot of anxiety. Yeah. That's kind of what I've been experiencing where I'm a little stressed out about certain things. And I'm like, no, but I, I know everything's going to be fine. Like it's like giving myself therapy and affirmations every day. Um, but it's because I'm always thinking about what, what can I do? Like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> I'm not scared. Like I'm like, you know, like no le, casi no le tengo miedo a nada, la verdad. I, I'm just like, I'll, I'll try it. Shoot. I mean, I got caught. Like this is how much I work, guys. I got caught once because I was I was crossing people across I was across the border because <laughs> I swear I was I did it 36 times because I was like I gotta hustle I gotta find something I'm gonna figure this out and so this guy's like quieres cruzar a gente and I said all right me aventé and I think about it and then I got caught on the 16th time and then I was like whatever I was like all right cool whatever and this and that my again my mom was already Jenny Rivera like it, she was like. And my mom did not know I was doing this, but I was getting paid bank, dude. And then, and then, I, and then I got caught. They handcuffed me there in La Línea. And, and freaking, I was like, I stayed there. They kept me, I think, for like, like 16 hours. And I became friends with the officers. And I was like passing out the papers to the other people that got caught. Like, it was whatever. The 36th, I got scared. I was a 36th and the final time. Uh huh. And I still, I still was like, sister. I called my sister Jackie. I said, uh, I can't do it anymore. But do you want to do it? And so I was getting a cut from her. <laughs> and she only, she did it four times. She's like, this isn't for me. I can't do it. But it's just like, dude, I'm always thinking. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, guys, I'm not recommending to go do that. For let me clear that up. No estoy recomendando. But I'm telling you, like, I've always been the type to be like, ¿qué voy a hacer? I mean, let's figure it out, <laughs> you know? You think yeah. about, like, things that, that you that you have done in your past. Like, I think about the jobs. I, I used to be a busboy, mm -hmm. and uh, one, of, one of my early jobs, and I, I did a bunch of, like, jobs that, that were very, you know, very um, not glamorous, okay. right? Mm -hmm. And so now, whenever I have to do, like, whatever it is, it's easy. Yeah. Because like it's like, yo, like I've done I've done some tough work. Right. And I've seen my family do mm -hmm. some tough work and get their hands dirty. My dad has been breaking his back for like 30 plus years, maybe 40 plus years now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you think about all that and you put things into perspective as to what we're doing. So like, yes, we work hard, but it's like. I think that's why we work hard. Mm -hmm. Es porque no le tenemos miedo. Like we've, we've, that's one thing that is super important for me to remember where we came from. Like it wasn't just, you know, bubble baths, glitz and glam our whole life. Like yeah. I saw how much my mom suffered and how we lived in a garage and how sometimes we didn't have money to eat. And some of my family members didn't even know that, you know, my mom was always like, and she was hustling and, and my grandpa, like it, it just all like trickles down. Like, and it's like, 
that's why it's so important like to show your children like the value of work and the value of money mm-hmm. that's one thing that as i i got a little older i kind of feel like we were doing good and then you get so much money so fast and then you start spending it on dumb things and then again it's taken away from you and so i there's a, those are lessons that i had to learn but sin is not tenerle miedo al trabajo not not forget where you came from you yeah. know and appreciate that and you know, and not like, you know, como se dice, tener los pies en la, en la tierra. It's, yeah. it's, it's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, doing the uh, reality shows yeah. that you were doing, you know, from when you first started uh, with your family and then you know, doing it on your own. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it was it was very, they, I think people were looking at your family like the Kardashians. Yes. Right. Like in, in, the, in the in the Mexican, the Latino mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Um how do you do you relate to that family sometimes you know what i think i i I relate to them in the sense of they're very they're a very close-knit family like they have each other's back and that's something that my mom was very adamant about is like you need to be close to your siblings you need to keep you guys you need to keep them all of you united um and i see that you know and they're very hardworking. you know like i i give it to them and i feel like that's how my family is, you know, I'm very proud to see Jenica, who was the shyest of, out of all of us and was didn't want to be in front of the camera to now she's blossoming like she's doing her thing. She's an influencer. She's a plus size model like she's gorgeous. My sister Jackie doing her thing like so in that sense, I'm like and we all support each other. I think that's beautiful. That like, beautiful. No hay celo. You know, like yeah. why be jealous of each other? It's like let's support each other and show people that, yeah, my mom is no longer here, but we're still representing her, her legacy. Yeah. And I know that that's the most important thing to her. You know, and yeah, for a long time, they'd be like, oh, Chiquis, you're the Kim, the Mexican Kim Kardashian. And, you know, and like now they call Jenica the Kylie because, you know, she's going to be the bil- first billionaire. You know, like, tanto. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's cool, you know, and I, I don't I've never gotten offended. Like, I'm just like, you know, no matter what, like people have their opinion about how Kim started her career. Yeah. It's like, dude, OK, like I'm not so, you know, so like, I'm like, dude, whatever. But look at her now. Yeah. Look at her. And she has a whole empire. They all do. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not hate, guys. Let's congratulate. You know? Yep. Yep. Stop drinking that haterade. Yeah, you know? haterade. <laughs> I want to talk about the relationship that you have with Becky. Yes. She I was know, here. I, I saw a picture. She was, yeah. She, we, yeah. Have her, we have her out there. Uh, I know you, you're you tight with, with Becky G. Yes. Um, We're have cool. You, have you guys talked uh, about music? Like doing more music together? We have, um, and right now she's just, she's doing her thing. And I think we're just, I've always kind of wanted to step into her world, you know, um, cause she's, we did Jolene together and then we did, um, Bailasi and it was a little bit more like cumbia and stuff. So yeah. I've, we've talked about doing something more in, in her world, urbano, yeah. you know, reggaeton. Um, but we just haven't found the song. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's something that, we're for sure going to do. I mean, we like working together, you know, and I think she's a baddie. You know, she's a smart girl. She's been in this for a long time. Yeah. And we have a lot of similarities, like, with our families as well and stuff. So, so yeah, she's cool. That's how I met um, Emilio, actually, through Becky. Oh, yeah. Because of Becky, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Es, es por culpa de ella. Uh, es por culpa de la Becky. Ah, <laughs> de la Becky. Oh, man. Um, no, well, you know, I, I, I want to thank you you know, for, for coming to, to Mondo and Friends. Of course. Um, I think you're you're awesome. And, and, and like I said, you know, you have been grinding for years and, and it's very evident. 
um, that you have. And that's why I have such a, a respect. And I had to bring you in here because, thank you You know, you're 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 awesome. That and, you know, Fred was like, oh, she was in Brownsville. Bring her in. <laughs> and I was like, all right, bro. We'll, thank you, man. We'll bring her in, man. No, thank you so much. It's it's uh, it's a pleasure. And and you know what? Like, I've been wanting to come on, like, and thank God it happened. It happened. Todo pasa cuando tiene que pasar. So this is, this is perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. So before I let you go. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of, uh, you know, the youth is, mm-hmm. is looking at you um, with, with big open eyes, admiring what, what, you, what you do. Um, and in the world that we live in today with social media and, and being mm-hmm. um, uh, a little more open to, to having a creative career, uh, because yes. I think when, when we were growing up, um, again, it was the traditional careers that um, that were a little more um, prominent in, right. in our culture. You know, it's mm-hmm. like be a doctor, be an architect, be a teacher, you know, and, and those yeah. are all admirable jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now there's a, a bigger window for for the youth to, to get into different type right. of, of careers. And With again, like YouTube like, and like everything, it gives you more exposure. No? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, talking about going from point a to point b what would be the best advice that you can give someone that is interested in 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 going the non-traditional the non-traditional way first and foremost i think it's important to to just do it to do it even if you're scared and one thing i always tell people like don't be afraid of failure i know that sounds weird but like failure is what helps you really enjoy and appreciate success And it's like, that's why I'm like, go for it, do it, and don't compare yourself to anyone. Don't let anybody compare you to anyone. You're your own competition. Stay focused on what you're doing. Because I think that when you start looking at, oh, what's that person doing? And that person's doing it better than me. Like you, you lose focus on what you can do better and reaching your full potential. So that's the best advice I can, I can give anybody is just take a leap of faith and just do it. Like, try it because I'd rather live. I did it. It didn't work out versus I never did it because van a decir esto or because I was scared. It's just and you never know, especially when you have passion, discipline, like it, it, that's what it takes. And you work hard for it and you yeah. never stop learning your craft. I think that is another thing, like whatever you're into, keep learning more and more about it. Like search. There's videos on YouTube. There's books on whatever it is like. You know what I mean? Like, learn and have that. Don't feel like, oh, I already learned what I had to learn. Like, no, there's always more to learn. You're never an expert. Exactly. You're never an expert. Yes. And mm-hmm. you mentioned YouTube. Man, I learned so much on YouTube. On YouTube? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Like, so much on YouTube when people are like, yeah. well, I don't know how to do, do uh-huh. that. I don't know how to do this. It's like, bro, just YouTube it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Before I let you go, we have rapid fire. Oh, these ones. With okay. cheekies. All right, cool. You ready? A million dollars more or a million more followers? A million dollars or a million, or a million followers? A million dollars. A million dollars? Yes. Because sometimes followers can be mean a little bit. Mm. But whatever God wants. But yeah, a million dollars. <laughs> I... Favorite Spanish word? I don't know. Um, cielo. 
Cielo. <laughs> Cielo is a good one. That's what you call Emilio. Yes, mi amor. Cielo. <laughs> Salsa or merengue? Merengue. Mariachi or norteño? Mano. Mariachi or norteño. Okay, these are supposed to be fire questions, Janae. Okay, uh, norteño. <laughs> Favorite piece of tech that you use. Favorite piece of tech that you use. That I use. Could be your phone. Could be an My iPad. Phone. Could be a laptop. No. Someone said it. I think uh, Jenny sixty nine said an air fryer. An air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't expect. I swear that you were gonna say something else. <laughs> but yeah, my phone. Your phone. For sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not very techy. Just my phone. <laughs> Best song to play at a party. At a party, okay, uh, Baila Si, that, that song is it, it's fire, it's like, it takes you back, so yeah, Baila Si with Becky G, Talia, Playing Skills and Chiquis, what's up? Play it at your next quinceanera. <laughs> Yo, how was it working with Talia, though? Um, it was cool, it was cool. That's kind of, that's kind of legendary. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was awesome, she's, she's great, like, she's, um, she's cool, like, I don't know. I mean, you hear so many different things, but with me and Becky, she was, she was chill. I don't have any complaints, she was awesome. I think it's great. Tres Mexicanas on one track. I think that's awesome. That is dope. Mm. Greatest rapper of all time. Dang. Of all time. All right, I might get some crap for this. Dang, that sucks, guys. Does <sighs> I have two in my mind? Which two? Jay-Z and Tupac. And I know mm. people are, but you know what? It's because Tupac was like poetic and just very like super intelligent dude. But so is Jay-Z. So I have a lot of favorite rappers, you guys. Um, uh, and then there's Eminem too. You choose. <laughs> you're from Brownsville. You should know. All of it. You're from Brownsville, bro. You know what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm from the West Coast. I'm going to go with, with Tupac. I'm going with Tupac. Tupac. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's the most popular answer. Really? It's Tupac. No yeah. way. In the two yeah. seasons that we've done this, it's, too, yeah. uh, it's Tupac. Yeah, it was because for me, I mean, some people may, and then there's there's Biggie, so I don't know, Tupac. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. <sighs> drink some water. Let me make it a little easier for you. Okay. Best singer of all time. She's such a... <laughs> Best singer of all time. Of all time. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston is, and mind you, there are a lot of living and, and of course my mother, you know what I mean? But like Whitney Houston, una voz así. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's, it's come around. And I think it's like once in a freaking, I don't know how long, but yeah, Whitney for me is. Mm -hmm. Also the most popular answer. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like is I feel like uh Steve Harvey sometimes. Uh oh. number one answer on the board. <laughs> oh, Bing! the Whitney Houston. <laughs> Bing Tupac. <laughs> you would have won a lot of money right now. Dang, I know. I was in <laughs> But uh instead you take uh a I'm Mondo's friend mug. I get to take it? You get to take oh it. Oh my god, thank you. I love mugs. And it's really nice. Say Lou. Que la voz haga tequila. Who poured tequila in mine? You don't like tequila, Mondo? Um, I do. Oh, I'm not okay. a big drinker, though. 
Oh, okay, that's good. Whenever whenever I do drink, the guys get really excited. Like, oh man, Mondo's, Mondo's on a good one. Oh, so you're not like, okay, it's not like your thang thang. It's not my thang thang. Okay. I it's like her. a special occasion thing. Nice. Nice. Sprite is my go-to. Oh, really? Okay. I love Sprite. Okay. Love Sprite. Sprite's good. Shout out to Sprite. Let's get, let's get that. that <laughs> in, Dati, can we uh, reach out to Sprite today and get that endorsement? Yes. She got it. She got it. <laughs> Dati makes a business moves back there. Hey. <laughs> uh, lastly, what's a nickname of yours that no one really knows about? A nickname? Mm, well, uh, no, they know about that one. Keys mean. My mom used to call me Keys mean. Uh, maybe Chiquis Dracula? Chiquis Dracula. Chiqui Dracula. Uh, yeah. Chiqui Dracula or Chiquis Dracula? Chiqui. Chiqui Dracula. Chiqui Dracula. Yes. Who calls you Chiqui Dracula? My mom did. Yeah. Yeah. She would call me Chiqui Dracula when she was like, you know, kind of upset but not too mad. Yeah. Dracula. Or, um, yeah, that's the only one I can really think about. Yeah. Come on. You got, you got, there's another one right there. I, 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 I feel it. No, 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 no. No, that's it. <laughs> what does Emilio call you? Um, my love, my lover. Oh. <laughs> so sweet. The, uh, your nickname of, of, of Cheekies. Uh-huh. Uh, is when you started to to sing is that was that like the yeah. the name that you knew or were you gonna go with yeah ever since you know what i never questioned it i was like it's gonna be cheekies like i never just janae felt, never janae i think if i were to do i would like that if i did like a little bit more of the english side like janae you know like i don't know i think it'd be different but um but yeah cheekies it was from the i mean from day one I, I didn't have any doubts. I mean, that's something that they've been calling me since I was little, since I was born. Yeah. So it's like, you know, some of my, like my grandpa didn't know my name was Janae for a long time. Thought it was Chiquis. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. <laughs> yeah. who, who started you calling Chiquis? Do you my remember? tío Juan. Tío it was Juan. my tío Juan. He was, there was this show called Chiquilladas. And he was nine, I think, when I was born or something like that. And he would just call me that. Chiqui, Chiqui, Chiqui. And then it just stayed. Because I think there was someone on that show called Chiqui, something like that. So he just called me Chiquis. Por Chiquiada, por Chiquita, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, shout out to Tio Juan. Yeah, to my Tio, to my tio Juan. Shout out yeah. to him. Yeah. Well, Chiqui Dracula. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for, for coming to Mondo and Friends. This is your home whenever you want to come by. Thank you. And then you hang out in the you Arts District, awesome. come through. You know, uh, we'd love to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I It was great. And I had a good time. It wasn't that scary, guys. I don't know. I was so nervous. I was so <laughs> nervous coming here. But thank you, Mondo. It's, it's I have nice. a scary face, I've been told. Yeah, a little bit. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear a mask on Halloween. I just go out with a bag. No. I get no, all the candy. It was, it was good times. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much to Cheekies. And thank you so much for watching and listening to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.